Hey everybody, uh, we're about to get started, but before that, we have an ad. Yes, this week's episode is presented by Eternal Confidence, an interview series by Homesick Productions, now available on YouTube. Yes, Eternal Confidence explores what we believe and why. It features interviews with people of faith, as well as people who left their faith behind. It's kind of like what we do, but... Uh, Probably more serious. Yeah, it's true. I, mm-hmm. I liked I liked the vibe they gave off. I thought it was very similar to I think mm-hmm. what we're going for. Um, they're not biased. Yeah. We kind of are, but yeah. still try to like show that. Oh, here here's another. I'm fine being biased. Mm-hmm. Eternal confidence brings an unbiased perspective, taking a no stance, thereby inviting the audience to respond to the various narratives with their own beliefs. Um, that's great. I mm-hmm. mean, it's nice to have uh, an unbiased look at these things. Yeah, we we try and be impartial, but yeah. we don't always succeed. I think. I think. Yeah, I think what we're trying to do is like, hey, we're uh, we're trying not to be biased, but here's our biases. And yeah. but they're like, I really liked um, they did that that one where it was the father, the minister father, talking to their pagan, their gay pagan daughter, and that was yes, like, that I, was, I, was I really, I really enjoyed that one. And uh, they're focused on being both empathetic and honest and it's a candid look at genuine beliefs mm-hmm. and it helps people explore their own belief system yeah as well as the other side yeah um go check them out let them know that uh hey believe it or not sent us yeah and uh, they're they're just starting their second season so yeah i mean go check it out there's a whole season to start with and then if you like it if you like it watch season two watch season one watch season two and then, uh, yeah, check it out. I think it'll, I think you'll enjoy it. If you're into this show, I think you'll be into that. And uh, hey, w- when you go check it out, leaving your comment that uh, believe it or not sent you, because mm-hmm. that's good for everyone. Mm-hmm. America needs a tidal wave of the old time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations. To receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sins. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, <sighs> praising God. Hey everybody, welcome to Believe It or Not. I'm Trevor Pullman. And I'm Damian Devin. And uh, this is the Cult Classic Podcast. We're talking cults. Is that is that what we are? Well, I think we're a cult classic. Wait, are we talking cults? Yeah, we're going to talk about cults. So I thought we'll say we're cult. We're the cult classic. classic. We're not cult classic. Wait, do we have a cult following? I guess so. Do we? No. Uh, you out there listening right now, if you think we're you're a, a cult following, uh, let us know. Yes, in the comments section. I'm sorry, Letty, but my stepmom won't watch movies if they're considered a cult classic because she thinks it's occultic. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah, if she sees cult classic or whatever in the description, she won't watch it because she thinks that means it's from a cult and or or it's occultic. I would I would probably argue though that's probably a good thing because uh, most films that are considered cult classics have something that someone who is worried about things like cults probably wouldn't like. <laughs> that's anyway. true. Yeah. So if anything, it's probably a pretty good litmus test for yeah. whether or not they're going to enjoy the film. And it's, you know what? I think they're doing the right thing for themselves. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. So when you hear the word cult, mm-hmm. not cult classic, but yeah. when it comes to like the world of religion, yep. what kind of what kind of ideas pop into your head? See, it's one of those things where I, 
I'm almost like it, it's such a a fine line between legitimate religion, yeah. legitimate in air quotes, and cult that yeah. I'm just kind of like okay, because there's so many like denominations that would be considered cults. I think Scientology is a cult. Yeah, but that's fairly legitimate. I yeah, guess. and that, I mean they they are tax exempt as a like religion. That's so, what I mean. But so it, cult yeah. is a very it's a very gray term. Yeah, and I think it's just uh, there. I mean, I mean unless you're one of the really crazy cults. Yeah. Like there's some really extreme ones, but I think there are some less extreme ones that would still be considered cults, but yeah, maybe not by everybody. Yeah. And that's the thing. So I was talking about the podcast and my friend was like, Oh, you should talk about cults. And I was like, well, we've talked about specific cults and we've talked about specific like new religious movements and Mm -hmm. stuff. And then she's like, well, yeah, but I was wondering like what the difference is between a cult and religion. And I thought that'd be a fun thing to kind of look into. Right. And, and figure out what the difference kind Mm -hmm. of is. Um, And so in my research, I was finding that it wasn't really until the 20th century that the word cult got a negative connotation and it used to be more about like a specific kind of a sect of religion or a small religion that has like okay. a very specific focus. It was more like a chapter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like like the cult of Mary or whatever, or like yeah, the yeah, cult yeah. of, you know, St. Thomas or whatever it was. Or like the uh, the Ottawa chapter of the Hells Angels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then like 20th century comes around and we get a bunch of different scary cults, scaryish. Yeah, small sex. Do you, so, do you think that's just because uh, there were probably a bunch of them there, or they were always there, but they didn't have the reach that they do now? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah, more recruitment tools out mm-hmm. there using yeah. you know. Um, what's the beautiful thing about the internet? Yeah, the internet. That, uh, yeah. No matter what weird shit you like or are into, you can find someone else in the world who's also into yeah, that for sure. This podcast. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I mean the '60s was a great time because for cults because a lot of people are searching for free love and stuff. yeah and meaning and religion and where they can wear flowy robes yeah people are starting to, to break shave yeah, exactly <laughs> people are starting to break away from like the religions they grew up mm-hmm. in and they start to kind of search for other right i mean that's a very susceptible time for it too i would yeah. think when uh yeah especially after like the 50s and such um nuclear family hard ideals about that kind yeah. of stuff so yeah, over the last like fifty years, we get Jonestown. Mm-hmm. It's a big one. Uh, the Manson family, having skates called mm-hmm. called in the ni- in the nineties. The Branch Davidians, who we talked about. And of course, all these things are happening, and people are like afraid of cults. Yep. And then there's always the argument that like uh, the difference between a cult and a religion is the age. Like the, how like how, how old, old the religion it is. is like if it's a new religion then it's a cult. I mean technically yeah Christianity was a cult. Yeah Christianity was definitely a cult. I'd say yeah most major religions are yeah started out started out as, as cult. Cult. Yeah it's almost like over time like well obviously language changes so the mm-hmm. word cult gives us connotation in people's minds so of course you now we're trying to define yeah. what the difference is between a cult and a new mm-hmm. religion so it it's kind of almost dismissive just to say oh a a religion is just a cult that passed the test of time because although it's probably true, mm. they are kind of different things. At this I, point. I also don't know if uh, if something passing a test of time necessarily legitimizes something. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, there's a lot of very awful things that have passed the test of yeah, time. It's true. But it doesn't make them good. Yeah. Well, it's like I was watching a video uh, by Hemet Meta at the Friendly Atheist and he was mm-hmm. talking about how it's like, well, you can't just say 
it's a charismatic leader because a lot of mega church pastors and stuff have yeah, it's the same uh, idea. charismatic leader. Yeah, and like you can't say it's like oh abuse because we know that the Catholic Church has a lot of abuse and yep. that's not considered a cult. Mm-hmm. So it's like what what does count as a cult then? So I was just kind of googling what sociologists and psychologists yep. like kind of would use to define. It. I found one. I was like, oh yeah, this this is an article, and then. But the person who came up with the list to tell a cult from a religion was Mike Bickle from the uh, International House of Prayer, the leader of the International House of Prayer, which is basically an end times cult. So he <laughs> so, came up with the definition. So of he it? came up with a list. And I'm like, I'm not even going to touch that list. <laughs> like that's that the, the wow. church where that person killed themselves because they were like indoctrinated and afraid of like it was yeah. like no, I'm okay. Oh boy, but uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I really enjoy this YouTuber named Telltale, and he's a okay. former Jehovah's Witness, mm-hmm. and he he always goes by the bite model, and it's this kind of definition that this guy named Stephen Hassan came up with for like what classifies what makes a cult. Yeah. Yes. B-I-T-E is the bite model, so behavior control. So basically, like there's strict rules. Yeah. Uh, with punishments on how you can behave, the words you can say, where right. you can be, information control. So mm-hmm. cut you off from, you know, yep. internet, and even calling loved ones. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Thought control. So, yeah, just like, that's basically like. What, what's the E? The oh, e is emotional, emotional control? control. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like a dictatorship almost. Yeah. Or like, it's uh, like a small it, scale dictatorship. Yeah. In a way, I think there's a lot of branches of uh, real, like legitimate religions yeah. that follow a lot of that stuff. Oh, very much so. I'm not saying that they all do. I think yeah. it's, I think it's very unfair to say that. But there's definitely, I think it comes down more to families mm-hmm. within those denominations, as, like going towards those yeah, kind of things. That's true. So yeah. in a way, the families themselves are their own little cults. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, because it's like a lot of. Um, you know, like this big mega church isn't going to say no gay people are allowed. But then if somebody comes out in a family. Yeah, the family is the, the family, ones who are like, you're not allowed to do this. You yeah. can't say this. Yeah. Don't think this. Or God, like they're using that in order to enforce yeah. their own, you know, familial cult on people. Yeah. I was actually looking at this and thinking really a lot about mm-hmm. this church I went to in Alberta for a while when my family first moved to Alberta. And it's pretty close. Like besides information control. Mm-hmm. But even that, you weren't really allowed to ask questions, like like to question anything that, that they taught. If the pastor said something, it was pretty much gospel. So, like, right. in a way, that's a form of information control. Like, you can't, you can look at other information, but you can't accept it. I don't think I would do well in this kind of situation. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, always a contrarian and question most things. Yeah. Not even necessarily because I, I disagree with it, but just because I, I, I want to stir it up a little yeah. bit. Well, yeah. And you want, you like, don't want to just have people thinking the same thing and yeah. being told the same thing. No, not even questioning it. Stuff, yeah. No, I'm okay. Yeah. And you can, que- if, if something's real, then you should be able to question it. Yeah. No, of course. Yeah. Of course. I mean, I say that, but then, you know, you read a bunch of shit on the internet and some of it you question, but some of you just like, oh yeah, I read that on the internet. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so in a way, we're in the, the cult of technology. No, it's true. You know the Netflix show Explained? Mm-hmm. They had an episode about cults and they yeah. talked a lot about that, like like yeah. incels, for mm-hmm. instance, is a very similar to a cult in the way they 
they think and the way they communicate and just like build each other's yeah. build on each other's like negative things. Well, it's a, the echo chamber. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You're you're uh, becoming more and more exposed to people with like minded views. And yeah. You stop hearing other people's views and then. Yeah. Exactly. And it's a is it a confirmation bias? Is that what it is? Maybe. Where more and more people are telling you that this is what it is, so you don't believe. There, there's a few. There's a few like yeah. phenomena about it too. Like there's the one where hearing misinformation more and more, you start to believe that, and yeah. you stop. Uh, you stop accepting facts yeah. or ignoring uh, evidence supporting those facts as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but somebody on on the internet was saying that their favorite argument they ever got to was they got into was this guy who said that. Um, people will change their opinions based on new information. Yeah. And she replied that actually studies show that people are pretty grounded in their opinions and new information will, won't change their opinions. And he disagreed with her. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it depends. Yeah. There's definitely been things that have changed my opinion. Oh yeah. Sure, but, but you have to, you have to like be open to that. I yeah, think. of yeah. course. Yeah. That's my thing when uh, on the other podcast I do when we talk about uh, paranormal and ghosts. Yeah. And I say I don't believe any of it. And they yeah. say, how could you not believe it? And I said, well, if there was empirical evidence or something that yeah. would be replicated and prove it, I would believe it. Until that time, I don't believe it. Yeah. Actually, I want to uh, maybe do an episode where we talk about mediums and dive right. into that medium yes. you guys talked to on oh boy on spooked that that yeah. would be uh yes <laughs> i'll vent my frustration did you ever have any problems with your car uh no 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 so no, then it just gets ignored and, cody yeah. never had a penny on his head yeah um i never met someone on the street corner who i haven't seen in years <laughs> it's all horseshit yeah um, for those of you who don't know uh on the comedy podcast i did we interviewed a psychic medium um I got really mad about it the week before we had him on because I didn't really want him on. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of talked down. It's like, we're a comedy podcast. It's like about paranormal stuff. We're having yeah. fun with it. And I'm like, fine. So I really bit my tongue for a lot of it too. Yeah. Um, but I was not happy about it. I still kind of called him out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I could have really put him on blast if I was really... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should get if him I was on. really going for... I don't him know him if him. that's a good idea. No, I don't think it I is. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there was another article, I think it was, yeah, top four signs you're in a cult. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, this was uh, How to Tell You're in a Cult by Sarah Coughlin, mm-hmm. was the article. Number one, they'll rush you, is what she said. They'll rush you. They'll rush you into making a decision. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense. And Yeah. yeah. And actually, Telltale talked about MLMs and how mm. similar MLMs are to Oh, cults. for sure. Yeah. Oh, I mean... Sales is basically the same kind of thing. Yeah, they rush into it. They, they don't give you the time it. to think about yeah. it. They give you the best options of what it is, but not tell you the consequences. Yeah. Then you get signed into it. Yeah, and then they gaslight you. Yeah, it's true. And well, just we like, didn't say that your your neighborhood church isn't gonna like say make a decision. Come to our church. You have to. You have to make a decision by this time yeah. or whatever. That's the beautiful thing about yeah. it. You just don't have to go. You just don't have to go. Yeah, <laughs> and. uh so that's, yeah, you can tell that there's something dangerous going on. I will say, I said that you don't have to go. There, There is something, especially in smaller towns, that is a lot harder to not just go, yeah, though. it's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's something that I, I don't really like about small towns mm-hmm. is that everyone always knows everyone's business, and for some yeah. reason it matters. It's true. It's like, yeah. 
Another thing that bothers me, and this I've heard this is just an Ontario small mm-hmm. town thing, but every conversation just revolves around how much things cost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I hear that a lot. Crazy. Uh, I hear that. It's like, oh, I remember when I used to come in here and it was uh, it was uh, $2 for a beer and you could get a, you know, a whole hamburger for $1.50. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, well, that's when cost of living was super low. Wages, you were making like a dollar an hour or whatever. Yeah. So things are very different now. Yeah. Inflation does exist, yes. <laughs> well, it's like the the education thing. It's like, why are these people going into debt to go to school? They oh, should just yeah, work their way crazy. through it. I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, good call. Yeah, except yeah. like, you know, you know, these things cost 700 times what they used to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> some, <laughs> some astronomically yeah. stupid thing. Like, uh, oh, number boy. two is their leader is their higher power. Mm. It's a common one. Right. And that's the one I found in that church in Alberta that I went to. Yeah wasn't necessarily that they, he would come out and say he was, you know, the second coming of Christ, but he sure as hell acted like it. Right. The people in the church definitely thought that he was. And he would do these little prophecies that people, two people in the church would get married or whatever. So he's basically like marrying them yeah, off. Yeah, he's playing and, matchmaker. Yeah, it was kind of gross. That is weird. Yeah. He also had this prophecy that um, they would have 5,000 members by... I think it was like 2001 or something like that. And so what, this was like in 98 that we started going. They bought a church. They sold their church, bought another church because they were going on in faith or bought property to build another church, built it, couldn't afford at all because they didn't, the prophecy did not come true. They had to sell that property and move back to the small building but everybody followed him. It's like mostly like a good yeah. chunk of the church is his family and like other families. But yeah, I find that that's even more depressing when yeah. it's their family. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that makes sense because yeah. those are the people close to you and who are yeah. going to believe you more yeah. readily. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, I mean, look, look at Westboro Baptist. Oh, like half that church yeah. is the family. Yeah that's, yeah, that's a sad, sad thing. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know if we're going to talk about that or not, but that uh, you sent me that video uh, the other night. Is that going to be in a different episode? Which the one about the pastor and his daughter talking with each other? Oh yeah, that'll be in a different episode. Okay, yeah, I yeah. just wanted it because it made it, it relates to the the family. Thing yeah, as well. I thought that was a really nice um, look at two people with very differing views, but still having uh, an understanding of yeah. ways and not really a judgment. That's, uh, not a yeah. perceived judgment anyway. Yeah, it's true. There could still be some underlying things, yeah. but I think it was a very healthy conversation. It was it was really nice to yeah. see. So Tony yeah. Campolo is like a evangelical pastor and his son's an atheist activist, but they work together on projects and I yeah. think they even wrote a book together. Like they're mm-hmm. still very close and just have different opinions on, you know, where it all started. Oh well, yeah. I yeah. mean, so long as you don't just shut down. Yeah. And number three, she says, is they control you rather than guide you, mm-hmm. which is, you know, very true. Like, she sounds like my dad. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's like a relationship where you get, you know, you work through life together, or is it a relationship mm-hmm. where one person just has all, all the say and yeah, like which course. one is healthier? And yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they make it impossible to trust fellow followers, is another sign she said of. Yeah. yeah. I guess if everyone doesn't trust everyone, that's when you're going to start self reporting, right? Yeah. And that's how you get more control. If everyone's an enemy except the, you know, the leader. 
Yeah, so I found a bunch of those lists like that, and I was also like when I was watching the the explained episode, Reza, what's what's that guy's name, Reza Aslan or whatever. Do you know him? He's like a religious scholar or whatever. He did this um, interview years ago on Fox News because he wrote a book about Jesus. But he's Muslim. Okay. But he just wrote. Oh, okay. He wrote a book about like the historicity of Jesus, and they're like, "How could you, a Muslim, write a book about Jesus?" He's like, "Well, I didn't write it like as a Muslim. I wrote it as a religious scholar." scholar. Yes. And they just kept saying that he was trying to, you know, sabotage Christianity or whatever. It's like, no, I'm just. It's I. I write books about religion, and this is just one book I've written about religion. He's a professional. Yeah, that's. Now, there is some sketchy stuff about him, I think. Like, some of his yes. degrees or something is kind of okay. questionable, okay. but still, like, it was a great interview. And he's, um, but he made the point that, like, yeah, a lot of people are referring to what you used to refer to as cults as new religious movements. Right. And which makes a lot of sense, actually, in when I was in Bible college, they used to have a class called Cults. And then they changed it to Cults and New Religions. And then eventually they just called it New Religious Movements. Because. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, part of it too is you, like you had to go to a Mormon church or you had to go to a Jehovah's Witness church and like people would be like, oh, I'm just here for my cults class. <laughs> like, oh, don't do it. Don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so it's, it's one of those things where it is a mindset of what that word is. And it's really easy to dismiss anything you don't agree with as, oh, that's just a cult. Yeah. And but what like what is the point of having these different distinctions maybe to say that we don't want you in this dangerous place like uh see the weird thing about it is it it almost just seems like a way uh to um delegitimize something that you don't subscribe to as yeah. well. I mean, I definitely think there are situations where they are dangerous things and you you shouldn't legitimize them. Yeah. But like you said, like the fear of it and how it became such a negative connotation and all these things were like they're a cult because of this. And yeah. Like, well, why are they a cult and you're not a cult? It it's it's just another way to say like see because they don't they're not legitimate. That legitimizes my beliefs yeah. more so than it does whatever else it is yeah exactly because nobody's ever going to be like oh i'm in a cult yeah and i I mean i think it is just human nature to try and delineate and find patterns and find you know orders and meanings to things yeah so i get like linguistically and like why we do that but i I do think part of it probably has to do with that yeah yeah it's true because like i think well yeah you look at scientology and Mm -hmm. like i mean most of their fight has been to prove that they're not a cult but they <sighs> continually abuse people to this day, and they're like... Oh, it's, it's insane. Yeah, and they intimidate you if you try to leave, mm-hmm. or they, they follow you around if you're criticizing them in any way, or like, mm-hmm. oh, there they are now. Uh, <laughs> I, that would be really interesting if we started having Scientologists uh, yeah. <laughs> following us around. Yeah. Have you seen uh, The Leftovers? No. No. Okay, because they have. There's one cult in there. And that's how they recruit people. Is they just like follow them around for a while, and then hopefully you they know, become friends. They become friends. I guess. I don't know. Like, hey, I've been noticing you around here a bunch. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, it's actually a good show, and I recommend it. HBO. All right, I should yeah. uh, check it out. I got to get caught up on a lot of TV. Same. I'm very Same. behind. Yeah. Movies too. Yeah. I still haven't seen the new Star Wars. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people didn't like it. 
But guess what? I did. I you know what? It. It's a cult. Yeah, it's true. Just yeah. saying. There's some cults in it. Yeah. yeah. Fanboy cult. Fanboy cults, yeah. Yeah. That was a bad movie. Stop, hey, stop letting other fanboys dictate what you believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You like it? You like Wasn't it? Wasn't it, uh, I think the, what's it, The Last Jedi? It was mm-hmm. Russian Trolls that made people hate it. Was it? I think so. Really? Yeah, something about that. 2016. I think it was Russian Trolls. Wait, they... Last Jedi, the Russian trolls hated. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know what Russia's doing anymore. Yeah, or China, they're messed up. But well, uh, do you have any other thoughts on cults? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, we, I think we kind of got to the base of what we wanted to say yeah. about them. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to it's hard to put it on blast because it is such a well, not put it on, but you know what I mean. It's hard yeah. to really break it down because it is such a general term. Yeah, it's true, and it's it's one of those things too where. You could be in a really abusive kind of relationship with your church, yeah. but it's not really a cult, mm-hmm. and you can find a, maybe a small group of people who believe weird-ass shit, but mm-hmm. they're actually not too bad for you. <laughs> I don't know. That's like, fair. Yeah. Like, um, my dad was going to a church where people were like really supportive and nice to him, but technically they have different theology that... Yeah. If he was paying attention more to that theology, he would have realized that they were very different than the church he grew of up course, in. But they course. were a nice group of people, and they supported him. And sometimes that's they... all uh, people are looking for. Yeah, it's true. And yeah, that's, uh, you know that's the power of it. Yeah, um, it's the power of love. Yeah, it's such a case by case, and yeah. I think it's a lot more individualistic than it is like overarching groups. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's what the difference between a religion and a cult is. A religion yeah. has this huge reach where a cult is a little more, I don't want to say personal, but yeah. this time it's personal. <laughs> yeah. And it almost seems like a lot of times, quote unquote, cults will be more about meeting the needs of either the leader or a few on the top. Yeah. As opposed to like meeting the needs of everyone. So it's like they're getting sexual gratification or money right. or whatever out of these people as opposed to a movement that's actually like helping these yeah. people. I think that's another way you could kind of separate them too. But oh, you mean like the cardinals and the right. bishops? How and the Mormon church makes people pay... And the Mormon church. <laughs> 10% of their income. And did you hear about that thing where they're hoarding like billions of dollars? No, but I can believe it. Yeah. Like, like under the Utah de- desert or whatever. Well, it's like because under as a charity, mm-hmm. you have to, you can't just keep money. You have to spend money to be right. tax exempt. But they don't do that. They yeah, they just they have it. billions of dollars, That's and insane. they're not going to be tried probably because yeah. I I don't I don't understand why there are tax exemptions yeah. for religious organizations. I think they should get maybe tax exemptions for provable charitable things they've done yes but not for every dollar they get yes i i was reading somewhere in the states at least i think that uh they're they're not tax exempt for certain things but a big thing is property is i know they're yeah they're tax yeah and the pastor's Um, property yes which can be obscene sometimes yeah but i I agree that like there is a lot of good things that a lot of churches do yeah but i i don't I don't know if uh, tax exemption is a good thing. No, they could no. probably solve a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. If they, even even just like a little bit of a tax. Like, yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah, come on. Like this is. Yeah. Montreal, I think, is changing some rules on that. I think they did that a yeah. few years ago, oh, okay. I saw. Because yeah. I think I saw that same thing. Yeah. But then when I w- looked into it, it said, this is from 2016. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Like somebody shared a thing on Facebook recently yeah. about a, 
a Calgary bus driver who refused to drive the Pride bus. And I was like, oh, outrage. And then I was like, what? And then I looked and it was 2013 or something like that. Yeah, it was a little while ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can still be outraged by it. Yeah, it's true. It was. Yeah. Yeah. In the past. It was in the past. But speaking of the past, let's talk about some Christian rock lyrics. Oh. Can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. Okay, so this was a... I guess a metal band, Christian metal band, um, called One Bad Pig. One Bad Pig. Yeah, and I remember they had a song that was like, "If you're sitting, if you're sitting in the church and you're making lots of noise, shut up." That's the one I always heard. <laughs> is that really a song they had? Yeah. <laughs> but this song is called "You're a Pagan." Okay. Uh, feel real low, smoke a joint, cuss real, make your point. Rock and rolls all you play. They're a rock and roll band, so I don't know why they're judging. Uh, always getting your own way. You're going where you've been. Your cruddy heart is full of sin. In the words of Kenneth Hagen, fa- face the facts, you're a pagan. What? Yeah. My thing is, is like, why can you not, why is rock and roll music so adjacent to having a, a belief system. Yeah. Especially when you are like a metal band. Like so separate from it. Yeah. Like. And what does the Bible say about smoking a joint? I don't know. It's medicinal. <laughs> I have no idea what the Bible also, says Also, who's about Kenneth it. Hagen? Uh, He's a preacher, right? I have no idea. Okay. He also, they also uh, blast uh, Darwin and Sagan later. Okay. Uh, like Dar- like Charles Darwin, Charlie Darwin and Carl Sagan, you've evolved into a pagan. Is, is right. These as well. So, if anything, then they've evolved into a pagan. That means we've uh, moved past the need for religion. That's right. So, yeah. uh, mm. evolution is uh, is beneficial adaptations to the environment. So, mm-hmm. becoming a pagan is advantageous. And uh, you you guys are just living in the past. Yeah, your species will soon uh, either die out or fade into um, obscurity. Obscurity. Yeah. 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 From an evolutionary standpoint. Yeah, exactly. Or there'll be a convergence and yeah. you'll develop your own evolutionary path that uh, will take you where it takes you. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was thinking about that recently too, how uh, a lot of like people who are Christians, then they mm-hmm. become like more progressive Christians. A lot of them end up leaving the faith altogether. Yep. And so eventually it's possible the only ones left are the super fundamental crazy ones. Well, I think that, that, that makes sense. Yeah. So that'll be fun. To, but again, like I don't know, I don't know people from a lot of those very religious demographics. I don't. That's true. I don't yeah. come in contact with a yeah. lot of those uh, communities. Do I yeah. So uh, it's it's hard to say what it is like there because there's still a lot of people who have very strong beliefs and convictions. I'm yeah. not saying it's necessarily bad. I just yeah. think, uh, especially when we're living in a large city where. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I work at a vegan restaurant and yeah, you, with like the most liberal people on the planet. Bunch and of pagan, pe- pagan libtards. And it's so great. It's my favorite. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> pagan libtards? Yeah, I don't know if that's yeah, okay. Yeah, libtards is a problematic term. I but, know. I, I felt bad but, saying uh, <laughs> it. <laughs> but I've been called it in, in have my Have you really? Life. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I have a family member who likes to use the word too. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But Yeah. That's a whole other can of worms. We'll get into another <laughs> yeah, okay. episode. Um, if you have a problem with me saying that, realize that I was saying it satirically mm-hmm. and uh, not genuinely. Yeah, exactly. And uh, thanks and a lot. Join our cult. 
That's what we're saying. Yes, please. And uh, we'll uh, we'll catch you guys next time on Belief It or Not. not. Bye. Bye. Work, 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 Sky Moon. <laughs> I'm loving this coffee. Okay. Um, <laughs> but it's a good cup. You've been drinking that drip. Yeah, drinking that drip. Um, yeah, a little behind the scenes. Uh, Trevor's drinking drip coffee from a, a, a smart home outlet. Mm-hmm. I I, uh, up. I live in a smart home, and I uh, I bought an Alexa, and I bought a smart bulb. You live in a smart home. <laughs> <laughs> if you buy one smart bulb for your lamp, and you buy a couple mm-hmm. um, smart outlets, outlets. they're then, cheap now. Too. Yeah, they're really cheap. Yeah. And I grabbed a couple after Christmas, and they were wow. like on sale in Boxing Day. It was Do you just... got the the ones that have different colors? Yeah. Oh man! Yeah, and so I say, uh, Alexa, make it sexy, and then the <laughs> light turns blue and it starts playing like sexy music. Mm. It's pretty cool. I think it'd be funny if it just turned it off and said, "Trevor, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> I do not. Uh, consent. I do not consent to this <laughs> perversion." <laughs>